Let's grab Joe Pride to get his assessment. Think about it on the weekend. Started a short price favourite, 185 in the Premier. It's interesting. Joe won this race many years ago with Terra Vista. Ran 1910 one, on a good track. This horse, 1870. But um, I'm drawing a long bow there, probably, Joe. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Look, I mean, I just like to look um, into these time, sort of things. I'm separated by that, by that much. Um, uh, by that many years, it's probably probably not that relevant. Yeah. But I mean, good horses run run fast time, don't they? And that's probably something those two horses have got in common. But of all those good sprinters we've talked about so often that you've had over such a long time that are up and going for season after season, which one does this horse come close to? Uh, does it, well, look, I, I would use as the benchmark uh, Terra Vista for his run in the Dali. That was about as good as I think I've ever seen one of my horses go. So, but he was very inconsistent. Um, what does this horse go to? He's a bit different to all of them, really. Um, I mean, like comparing good horses, a bit like comparing good footballers or that comparison yesterday, uh, the day before, um, Sunday, with the grand final. How do you compare good grand finals? They're just different, <laughs> different games, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Comparisons. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be reluctant to, to make any comparison. He's just yeah, a good horse. understand. Um, on the weekend, it was a bit new to him, wasn't it? You know, um, in regards to taking a rails run there, box seat and that sort of thing. We mentioned all his previous runs were wide with cover where he had some clear air. Yeah, I mean, he's, look, he's led and he's won. He's sat back last and he's won. He's basically done it every different way now and he's had 11 starts. Quite amazing. Um, but you'd suggest out of that that that's not the ideal way to ride him, but it was a situation... Sam needed to adapt to, the horse needed to adapt to, and uh, they, once again, they got the job done, and, and I guess the, the probably the most pleasing part of the race was the way he fought when, when he was challenged. Because he looked like a Y50 had him on a platter there. He did. I know Nash was very confident. He, he thought he was going straight past us, and um, uh, you know that horse was, would have been wound up right to the max for Saturday, because um, he was trying to get himself a spot. You know, we were just trying to get ourselves ready for the race, so uh, you know, he suggests out of that that we're going to take more improvement out of it than, than the other horse, but he's a good horse as well, Hawaii 5 And it worked, didn't it? Aquas have locked him in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, James McDonald's going to ride Hawaii 5 You said on Saturday morning he was around 90% or thereabouts. So what will you do with him in, in the lead-up to the you know the big one in two weeks? Not a lot. I mean, that run's going to do more for him than anything else. You know, it was a day out of the races. Good clean-out for him. Um so that's 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 his main bit of work. Um, you just do a little bit of work next week, but um, you know it's just a um, it's the nervous wait now. It's just two weeks of uh, maintenance work, and you know making sure you got a good team around him, making sure everybody does their job. And um, if we if we get that all done, it's hard to see him not being in the finish. He's such a good horse. A lot of the horses in the Everest are all sit horses. They like to sit off with the exception of overpass. And I suppose if Hawaii didn't, wasn't, you know, a bit cleaner out on the weekend, he would have been right on the speed. But it doesn't look to be, you know, besides overpass, a lot of pressure at this stage. No, it doesn't. It's the it's the real standout thing about the race this year. But I don't know how many times I've gone into races thinking, you know, um, that there's no pressure and other people read it that way and they decide to go do something about it. So, um, you know, and it's advantage to the person who does it on, on the day. You know, if someone's brave enough to get up there and, Put their, put their horse into the race, they're probably going to run the first three. So, um, you know, we'll be sort of keeping our cards close to our chest about what our, what what we'll be doing and the barrier draw's got a fair bit to do with it as well, Steve. So, yeah. you know, there's no use planning too much before we see where, where all these horses are drawn, you know. Yeah, if we get some rain, it doesn't worry you? Um, private eye wouldn't want too much. Soft, soft to be fine. He ran soft last year, but he wouldn't want heavy. But we're unlikely to get it at this stage, but we're probably unlikely to get it on TJ Day and we end up on a 10. So, 
Um, yeah, look, I, I, you know, if I could pick a track condition now, give me a five or a six. How was his characteristics? Because you told us about this Saturday morning and get a bit, you know, I don't know, he's just got a, you know, some characteristics in the yard before the race. How was he on the weekend? I think about it was excellent. It was good. Yeah, he had, mm. um, he had the two handles on him uh, walking around, pony after that, straight out. And um, I thought he conducted himself really well. You know, good improvement on what we saw from him tail end of a preparation in a different environment up there in, at Eagle Farm. So, um, But, you know, that might just be maturity too. The horse just, he's, uh, he's another prep older and a little bit smarter. So. And Private Eye, you took him to the races as a day out. How was he there on the weekend? He was excellent. He couldn't have been any better, actually. He, he, um, he behaved really well and he seemed to enjoy his day. Um, you know, it wasn't a lot to be achieved with him on Saturday. It was just a, giving him that day out, a little folk ride, warm day, um, a little sweat. Um, but it'll do him. It'll do him good. It'll uh, just help. Just another one of the elements that are going to help bring him on and and, um, and and help me present the best possible private eye on on the 14th. So. All right. Do you think he's in similar order last year when he ran second? He looked the winner with you know 50 to go. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give you the typical trainer's line here and tell you I've never seen him look better. But honestly, I just watched him. We just did a trot up for him this morning. Stand at weekly sort of trot up for both horses. And he just looks magnificent at the moment. His dapples coming through in his coat and. He's big and he's strong. He weighs a bit more than he did last year, and um, fully believe these horses. You know, their their chance if looked after that they're going to hit their peak as sort of six and seven year olds, um, and that's the zone he's he's hitting in now. He hasn't been over, hasn't been over raced. Uh, he's had twenty seven starts. I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting to be every bit as good as he was last year, and maybe a little bit better. Gee, and he's very wide um, the other day, and without covering still once that tells us he's going really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You've got every reason to be excited at the moment. Thanks for coming on, Joe. No no problems at all. Thanks, Joe. Pride bringing us the latest there with the two outstanding horses. Uh, think about it with that great record of 11 starts, 10 wins and one-thirds. And Private Eye, uh, what's his record? And as we said, they didn't cost that much money. 28 starts, 11 wins at the moment.